to FedSmart Podcast. We got a really special episode today. You probably noticed for those of you watching that there's actually three of us today. We're going to talk about a topic. Hopefully you didn't see the title and go, oh, I already know this. Uh, you know, I don't want to listen to this. This is just repetitive information, but we're going to talk about the federal life insurance today. And this actually, in my opinion, is one of the most important benefits that federal employees need to learn about because throughout their their career and retirement. Um, it's one of those benefits that can be a gotcha, that can be something that pops up in costs that they didn't know about, or uh, they didn't know what their death benefit was or how that works, because there's a couple different parts of the federal life insurance. And so we're going to have a conversation about that today. And it's a lot of really good information that everybody can learn from. You know, there's some people that think they know the federal life insurance. And as we go through it, it turns out there's a couple parts that they didn't know that they didn't put into place. And that's why Stephen and I brought Nick on today because Nick is our uh, federal insurance specialist. He really knows the insurance market, uh, the federal insurance. And when we have a lot of people that have questions on federal insurance, Stephen and I do know a lot about that, but we refer a lot of that to Nick so that Nick can do a full federal insurance analysis and go through each person's situation and knows the different parts. Like I say, we've got the ABCs of Fegley, as we call it, you know, part A or option A and option B and option C. And what does all that mean for you specifically? So we're going to just talk about that briefly today and um, look forward to just going through hopefully 20, 30 minutes at the most. And you can listen to this while you're driving, put it in, then we'll show you how to take this information and make it specific to you. So Stephen, great to see you again. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. So, uh, on this one too, we're going to go over while you're working, right? Jess, I think, right. uh, it yeah. gets extremely confusing if you're talking about how, uh, Fegley is handled while you're working opposed to leading up to retirement and then how it works actually right. in retirement. So this episode, we're going to focus yeah. on while you're working and then, um, yep. in a, a later episode, we'll have Nick back on and we'll talk about how to how to uh, handle it in retirement. Exactly, because otherwise, too, it'll end up being like a 60 minute um, podcast also, too. Like and you then said, you guys will the all fall asleep on the freeway and that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll sound like Charlie Brown's teacher <laughs> at some point. But like you said, it gets muddied together, too, when you talk about the options while you're working compared to um, you know, when you're retiring. So Nick, today we're going to concentrate mainly on while you're working and, and for everybody listening, it's important to know, like I said, with the federal life insurance, there's several different parts to know about. You know, we talk to people all the time that say, oh, I, I canceled all my federal life insurance because it all gets so expensive as you get older. And that's true of maybe some parts of it, but other parts, it's not true at all. And, you know, there's different things to know about, and this will really help you make a efficient decision for you specifically. So first, you know, we're looking at the, mm -hmm. the basic life insurance. So the basic life insurance, you know, the one that's your salary plus $2,000 as your death benefit. So whatever your salary is, round it up to the nearest thousand and add $2,000 to that. And that's what your death benefit is for your basic. But there's a couple things to, to know about the basic, like, you know, the, the cost on that one. Now, Nick, with the cost of the basic, does that one 
go up as you get older or, or does the cost stay the same? What What's up with the basic life insurance? Yeah, that's really the nice thing about the basic is that it actually is a level cost throughout your career. So it's not going to go up on you as dramatically as the the options. The, the option B is the one that's going to go up about every five years, but the basic stays level, which is really nice so that you can kind of budget for that accordingly. You can continue to keep it in place all the way until you get to retirement. And like we talked about with the basic, when you do get to retirement, that's when it's a, a good one to, generally speaking, to keep in place. So yeah, it's it's a level cost, which is the nicest aspect of that part. Right, exactly. When people are talking about, oh, as I get older, my life insurance skyrockets in costs. And like Nick said, that's the optional coverages that we're going to talk about in a moment. But your basic, the cost per thousand does not go up. Now, if you get a raise and maybe you get a step increase and it goes from 88,000, you know, your salary goes from 88,000 to 90,000, obviously you'll see your cost go up a little bit because now you have a higher death benefit. But once you each reach different ages, um, it's not going up based on that. So when you hear the rumors out there, oh, cancel your federal life insurance, it gets so crazy expensive as you get older. As Nick said, that's not true of the basic. And uh, and then as we'll talk about in the future podcast, you also have the option to keep a portion of the basic for free. So before you cancel that, you really want to know what you're what you're giving up and what you're uh, you know losing out on potentially. So the basic does not go up as you get older. And then later we'll talk about what those options are as you go into retirement. Also, Jesse, now, with the with the basic, um, it actually, if you're under the age of 35, it's your salary rounded up to the nearest thousand plus two thousand dollars, but it's doubled. So I'm gonna make right. math really easy on myself. Say you're you're making ninety-seven thousand five hundred. It's gonna round it up to 98,000 then add $2,000. So your normal basic would be 100,000. However, if you're under 35, it's 200,000. It doubles that death benefit. Right, exactly. Until, and then once you turn 35, then it starts going down. Reduced down by 10%. Yep. Right. And then at 45, you don't have that extra benefit. And the nice thing about that, Stephen, and that's a great point, the beauty of that is that's there's no cost for that extra benefit either, right? You know, I mean, that's just that's a benefit from the government. You're still just paying the cost as if you had one times your salary, but you get that extra benefit or two times your basic for no additional cost from the federal government. For so for those youngins on the on the call or listening to the uh, podcast, it's just an extra benefit for you. It's a nice benefit. So now looking at that, that's the basic, but let's look at the optional coverages because that's the one that we really have the most the most questions on. And the option A, Nick, uh, what is the option A death benefit? What do they get for that? Yeah, so that's a that's a $10,000 death benefit for the option A. Right, $10,000 for everybody, right? It right. doesn't matter what your salary is, everybody gets a $10,000 benefit if they elect the option A. Now, the important things to know about the optional too, as you were saying, Nick, is optional coverages are just that, they're optional. You can get that option A or not if you want to. And that that $10,000 option A benefit, that one, the, the cost does go up as you get older. It's mm. not like the basic, um, it's not a huge cost, but you wanna take a look at 
what that option A costs as you get older, because it does increase um, every five years as well when you reach different uh, age brackets, they're called. So the option A, unlike the basic, the option A does increase in cost. And then we'll talk about later again how that option A works into retirement. But not a, not a ton to go through with the option A. We don't have to really go over that a lot. Let's jump into the big one. You know, the big one, option B. That's what everybody needs big. to know about. Yeah, <laughs> option B, the big one, the big ticking time bomb, option B. So with option B, Nick, um, they could get, one to five times your salary. Is that right? How does the option B work? Yeah, it's it's one to five times your salary. And then and then that amount is kind of what determines the amount that it'll cost you um you know as you as you get older. And it's basically about every five years that cost is going to go up. Most people elect to take the option B when they first sign on because it's a relatively affordable uh, life insurance policy. It's it's group life insurance, so you're you're automatically given the policy without having to pass through the health screening and whatnot. But they're not necessarily aware of the cost increases that are going to come along with that. And so every five years, the cost starts to go up, and and then that's when it gets to the point where it's either unaffordable for a lot of people, or it's just generally too expensive for the amount of death benefit that they're getting. Um, and so that's when they start to become aware of it is when the cost really increases, not necessarily when they sign on and, and elect to um, to accept the policy. And, the, and most people just, you know, go with the, the, you know, four to five times because it's the largest amount of death benefit, not necessarily knowing the costs associated with that either. So it's important to kind of sit down, look at that and, and analyze what you're getting for those costs and what's appropriate for you and your family. That's yeah, such a exactly such a not. great point. We run into people so many times where uh, they they have no idea what their coverages are, even into their fifties. And usually at age fifty is really when you start to notice it. That's when all of a sudden uh, rates start to double, right? And uh, it it is it is something definitely to keep an eye on because a lot of people start their federal careers in their thirties, twenties teens even we run into some who started in their teens and they it's set and forget and they're like oh well, i don't know i think i had i think i have all the coverage but then when you look at it and look at it over time it it gets pretty crazy expensive so that's a really good point yeah and it's one of the like 26 deductions that are coming off of people's yeah. checks and so <laughs> it gets muddied in there and people don't know what they've had and we've all all three of us have had people where it's like oh i don't have any of the optional coverages and then we dig into it and it's like i've ran into one guy it's like yeah you, you have optional coverages and it's costing you 900 dollars a month because he was in his late 60s where he swore up and down he didn't have it so that's easy for you know easy for people to to have happen like we we've all said when you in your 30s it's a really reasonable cost but as you get into your 50s that's especially what where you want to look at it and what's it going to cost you in the next age bracket and beyond and then how long do you actually need three to four or five times your salary how long are you going to need that what point do you pay off mortgages or are you not going to be a financial impact to your family and then you want to make sure you have that coverage in place until that point but it, at that point maybe you don't need that much so maybe a, a different term policy in place of the option b 
can save you thousands and thousands of dollars for the same death benefit. And that's why a life insurance analysis is so important to, to look at that. Now, like we've, we've all said, when people first sign up, maybe ages ago, they enroll in something and then they forget what they have. So Nick, where could they go to see what parts of their life insurance they actually have in place? What, where, where can they look to, to know that definitively? Yeah, you're looking for your SF50 and then in box 27 is where it breaks down all of your life insurance benefit uh, costs, which portions you're participating in, the basic, and then which of the options, and then what those are costing you. Uh, it's really important to do that. Um, also, you know, feel free to, to set up an appointment and speak with us. You know, we're happy to help break down those costs and kind of dissect it as well, figure out exactly what you have and what it's costing you. Right. Because if you look at the box 27 on the SF52, it'll say like basic plus B X five, you know, what does all that mean? We can explain, you know, what parts of the optionals you have, you have in place, um, you know, things like that, that will help you uh, uh, know what actual parts you have in place. Because sometimes even if you look at your leave and earnings statement, you can see the costs coming off of your check doesn't always mean or it's not always easy to interpret what you actually have in cost. So that SF50 that, like you said, Nick, you can get at your uh, personnel file uh, will definitely be able to definitively tell you what you have. And that's a great way to know and to look at all of the costs you have and more importantly, what they're going to go up at and cost you later on that we want to talk about. Now, before we jump into option C, another question that a lot of people are thinking at this point is, well, why does all this matter? It's outside of open season. I can't cancel it or reduce it or get more anyway at this point. But um, outside of open season, Nick, which, by the way, open season with Fegley is totally different, right, Stephen, than, than open season with FEHB. Uh, it's it's a rare stated announced open season. It's not every year like the life insurance or excuse me, like the health insurance. It's rare. And the, the open season is the only time you could get additional coverage without proving insurability. And uh, we just had one a few years ago, so it'll probably be a while before we have an open season. But outside of open season, Nick, people can can cancel and reduce any time, right? Yeah, you can make adjust, adjustments downward on your life insurance policy outside of open season. You can reduce if you're out of five times multiple and it's appropriate, you know, determining how much life insurance you need. It's appropriate to drop down to three times. You can do that uh, or you can cancel it all together, uh, just depending on what's appropriate for you. And Jesse, this is one of the important things to understand, too, that um, that's not always the case. You know, sometimes we recommend if, if somebody is uninsurable elsewhere in the private market, sometimes it's it's appropriate to stay in the group plan as long as it fits with your budget, maybe just dropping down multiples and retaining some of it um, and, and keeping as much as you can in your budget. Um, if it's difficult or impossible to get life insurance on the private market, it is, uh, you know, nice to be able to stay in the, the group plan, because like you said, you don't have to prove insurability when you when you get the plan. So you can for sure get life insurance with your your federal group plan. Um, and it's really important to know that one way or the other before you make any decisions, before you drop your your group plan. Um, you know, it's important to to look at the private market sometimes and just see, you know, what insurance rates would be for you 
if you're insurable before doing anything with your with your fegley right and, and when the they form, do apply oh, for the life sorry just ahead, real see. quick the form if people were wondering is sf 2817 it's 2817 it's an insurance election form Right. Yeah, that's the life insurance election form to be able to reduce or cancel or retain certain parts while you're working. So if you're still working, you get that form, you can Google it, pops right up and you can fill out that form and then submit it to HR. If you're retired, you have to send in a letter to OPM to reduce your your options and things like that. And right on OPM's website is the mailing address in Boyer's PA to, to send that letter to reduce or cancel your life insurance because you could again reduce or cancel anytime even if you're retired but as nick said you can't add any specific time so as nick was saying you really want to make sure that you if you are getting a private insurance policy or replacing that option b with another one that you wait until that policy is actually in force before you cancel your um, optional coverages or whatever parts you want to cancel or reduce because to get back into it, you may not be able to. So make sure that new policy is in place before you fill out that life insurance election form and make a maybe an irreversible decision. Typically, when you send in that, that life insurance election form, usually takes one to two pay periods, especially if you stay on your HR, um, to see that change. So you can set it up where you're not paying for two policies, but you do have, or maybe you're only paying for two policies for maybe one pay period at the most. And then uh, you you have that new policy in place before you cancel and drop that other one. So important things to, to know about with that. And as we kind of wrap it up with the Fegley while you're working, we'll look at the option C, which is coverage on family members. So that's where you're able to get coverage on immediate family members, specifically spouse and the kids. And with the option C, you can also get uh, five times multiple. And, uh, you know, Nick, what kind of coverage can you get on the spouse or the kids with the option C? Yeah, so with your spouse, you can get up to 25,000. And with your kids, you can get up to 12,500. Right. Yeah. With the, with the spouse, you could get $5,000 increments and you could get up to five increments, kind of like option B. So if you get five multiples, that's $25,000. So you get anywhere from five to $25,000 coverage on your spouse. And then with the kids, it's, it's $2,500 increments, like you said. So you could get um, up to 12,500 if you do the full five times. Now, something really interesting about option C and I've seen this, and, and I know we've all seen it a ton of times, where there's times where, unfortunately, uh, they don't have a spouse anymore. Maybe they got divorced, or their kids are now aged out of being able to have coverage. They don't have a spouse or kids anymore, and they're still paying for that option C. Because you have to notify OPM. If you signed up back in your 30s for coverage on your kids or your spouse, and your situation changed, you had to notify OPM of that change. And so there's a lot of times where people have option C and they're paying for something where they have no benefit in place. So you again, that's why it's really important to review what life insurance you have and you may be paying for something that you don't even have, believe it or not. Yeah, I actually heard that just recently. You know, somebody yeah. said, I, I thought they would automatically be removed because I put their birth date in when I applied. 
and that's not the case that it's not going to automatically renew it you have or uh, remove them you'll have to make right. that adjustment yeah you would think that they would remove it that they would know but no they don't they don't make that adjustment like you said and then the other thing that's always funny about the option c is even though it's coverage on your spouse and your kids the cost actually goes up as you get older. It's based <laughs> on your age bracket, even though it's coverage on a spouse. So there's times where maybe the spouse, you know, age difference is, is decent. And, you know, you have a spouse that's 15 years younger and you might be able to get a, a less expensive policy on the outside because the rates are based off of your age, even though it's coverage on the spouse and the kids. So something kind of funny to, to know about along, there. Along but the, those same the, lines too, is we run into people saying, okay, my kids are grown, you know, they're past the age and, but I'm still married. How do I reduce or get the kids off of my option? C? you don't like yeah. Jesse's saying it's based off of your life and your age. So it's the same cost and it's based off the multiple, not how many participants are part of it. Yeah, exactly. You're paying for the same if, if you have two kids or your colleague has 11 kids, or like you said, Stephen, they don't have kids at all. And you're just covering a spouse. The, the option C cost is the same. So um, you can't, okay, my kids just aged out. And so now my option C is going to go down, right? No, not, not the case. In fact, it's going to keep going up as you get older. So another one to look at of, do I need this option C and how long do I need it? Or maybe should I get an outside policy on my spouse or maybe they already have their their own uh life insurance so you don't need option c anymore so a, a lot of things to to know about with the fegley the abcs but again uh we can only go over like general information today so what we are able to do if you have questions or you want to look at what you have what it's going to cost you and if you need additional life insurance beyond your, your basic we, we can show you ways to save you thousands and thousands of dollars in costs for the exact same death benefit. I mean, that's one of the more fun things that we get to do is help people have the same death benefits so they're not a financial impact to their loved ones when they pass away, but save, you know, 60, 70, $80,000 over the life of the, the life insurance policy without giving up anything. So that's a, uh, you know, really, really cool benefit that if you'd like, you can schedule a free uh, retire, or uh, actually, excuse me, a free insurance analysis where we'll go over everything on your insurance, help you know what you have, what your loved ones will get, and then perhaps more importantly, what that's gonna cost you and go through all of that if you'd like. And so that's the, the Fegley while you're working. And then Nick, Steven, you know, anything else that uh, on the federal life insurance, you know, kind of some hacks or anything else important that they, they should know, or did we touch base on everything? Well, I think just the thing I'll say is life insurance is one of the most personal things there is. And it just really depends on you as an indiv individual, your financial situation, how much you need, um, all of that kind of stuff, and then and then how it relates to what you have in the in the federal group plan at this point. So yeah, one of the best things that you can do is talk with us, where we can run those numbers out, get a really accurate determination of how much you need, how much you're comfortable with, um, and, and then we can you know put a plan in place that's going to work best for you. And one of the best things that we can do, you know, as people are getting closer to retirement, is just stabilizing the costs of life insurance. Because, you know, you're all moving closer to that fixed income period and stabilizing the cost of life insurance is one of the best things that you can do, 
versus just waking up one day and realizing life insurance is no longer affordable for you and, and you don't want to find yourself in that situation. So that's that's the uh, one of the most important things that you can do before you get to that point. So another thing to consider is your health. Um, we do run into people where uh, they need the additional life insurance, but maybe they can't qualify for an outside policy. So if you, um, before you just cancel all of it, cause it's getting too expensive again, like Nick's saying, make sure you run through it with somebody who knows the system and, you know, outside policies, all that. Um, because sometimes it does make sense to, to maybe reduce that option B knowing that you might not be able to get, uh, coverage on the outside. So to Nick's point, everyone has their own situation and, uh, but there are lots of options out there. Absolutely. And even times too, one of the things I love about, um, what we do and helping people is we truly are trying to do what's in the best interest of the person that we talk to and a decent portion of time too, when we do an analysis, I mean, there are times where we tell people with your current situation, you don't even need life insurance. You know, if, if you were to pass away, you're not going to be a financial impact on your kids or on your spouse, if your spouse is still alive and with the assets that you have and no debt and things like that. So maybe just keep the basic and that free option into retirement to cover your funeral. But other than that, you don't really need life insurance. And there's times where we do an analysis and we say, yeah, in your current situation, again, here's what it would look like if you passed away. So you don't need life insurance. And we save people sometimes two, 300 bucks a month or more just on that alone too, that they can now throw into their TSP or help them on their fixed income in retirement because we're able to confirm, uh, yeah, in your situation, you're not going to be a financial impact to your loved ones. We we go through all of that. And and like Steven said, when you're looking at reducing your, your coverages and like Nick said, we can also tell you here's when you want to consider reducing it. You're, you're 50 now and the cost isn't too bad, but three years from now, when it hits 55, that's where you want to keep an eye out. And you want to maybe go from five times down to three times because you can't get an outside policy. So we go through all of that for you too. And there are times where maybe you don't need life insurance. It's just being able to talk to somebody who's helped thousands of federal employees like we have and be able to tell you in this, in your specific situation, what might be best for you to consider that we go through all of that. So that's what you really ultimately want to do to feel comfortable with what you have and uh, what you will have going forward. So feel free to reach out to us. You could uh, through our podcast website, through our, our specific website, um, on our Facebook page, all of that, you can contact us and we can schedule you with a free, uh, free insurance analysis of what you have and what it's going to cost you to go through all that. No problem. But yeah, Nick, thanks so much for, for joining us today. A lot of really good information. We'll, we'll go through uh, the, in a couple episodes here. Also the uh, life insurance and what to consider going into retirement, but a lot of really good information today for people that are still working and looking at their life insurance. So appreciate you, you taking some time to go through that with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're no problem. Happy to have you, Steven. Uh, great episode. A lot of really good information for people to understand their federal life insurance. We've got another episode coming out in about what week, two weeks or so on some other retirement topics. And then we'll do some more life insurance as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look forward to the next one. And I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. 
FedSmart podcast is meant for informational purposes only and should not be taken as financial advice. FedSmart, Jesse Black, Stephen Puckett, and FedWise Retirement Planners are not affiliated with any government agency or OPM. Jesse Black offers securities through Creative One Securities LLC member FINRA SIPC, and Jesse Black and Stephen Puckett offer advisory services through Creative One Securities LLC and Investment Advisor. FedWise Retirement Planners and FedSmart are not affiliated with Creative One Securities LLC. For more information, you can visit FedWiseRetirement.com.